I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the second part of this incredible episode of Queer I Am, the podcast, live and unscripted. The conversation continues and we also have an audience Q&A. I hope you enjoy. So whatever you're up to, this is your time to settle down, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Queer I Am. Okay, so welcome back and thank you very much. And um, I really enjoyed part one. I thought it was an amazing conversation. So thank you all for your contributions. So I've got one more question for you and then we'll go to an audience Q&A. So the final question is, if you had to give any piece of advice to anyone coming out or someone that's embarking on that journey right now, what would that advice be? And I'll start with you, David. Um, Only come out when you feel ready yourself. And sometimes you don't even know when that is. Um, I thought I was ready when I left that material for my wife to sort of find subconsciously, but I wasn't really ready at that point. But I had to set my foot on that journey. So I think people think that coming out is a one-off event, but it can take years, um, as I think we all know that. Um, and you come out several times to different people in different situations and in different ways. It's not, and I think as Chris Jay said, it's not all uh, sugar-coated and candy and lovely afterwards. Um, it doesn't solve all your problems. It's just one thing that you do. It doesn't change who you are. Um, so that's lots of things. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> I think they're really important, but, but be ready, I think, is what I've fundamentally taken from that. It's when you're ready to do it, then you do it. Absolutely. What about you, River? Oh, Lord. Um, do you want the short version or do you want me to run my mouth for a minute? Run your mouth. Oh, okay. Um, where's that? Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> We're all going to die. <laughs> everything that we are and 
our entire existence, everything that sums up who we are as people and our hopes and dreams and our loves and our triumphs and our defeats will eventually crumble to dust and fade and no one will remember us. And so what little time we have, we should use to the best of our abilities. And if that means coming out when you're ready and really going with it and doing your own thing, then you should just fucking do it. And I think as well that it's such a weight off. Like it doesn't change anything big. And like like we're saying, it takes a lot and you have to keep doing it over and over again. But it's one less thing. And it might just be a small thing, but it, it helps. And we're all going to die. So, you know, it doesn't get easier the more you hold on to it. So when you're ready, do it. Yeah. Good advice. Absolutely. Chris Jane? I mean, that was incredibly poignant. Um, I'm not going to give you an option of whether I run my mouth or not because I have an ability to, to do anything other than run my mouth. But um, there was nobody like me growing up. A brown queer person, a brown trans person, in, seen in anything, in anywhere. There is a lot of stuff now with um, more visibility, more diversity, and that's incredible and that's amazing. But don't underestimate the fact that there are so many people out there that feel alone and feel like they are the only queer person in existence because that's how they feel and that's how they've been conditioned to feel. If you are that person, if you are scared for your safety, if you feel you're at risk from coming out, Protect yourself in any way that you can. But know that there is a light at the end of this. You may feel like you are holding yourself back now. You feel like you may not be living the life that you deserve to live now. But I need you to do three things, baby. Three words. Ask, believe, and know. Ask yourself who you are, what you want in this life, what you need in this life, and what that entails. Believe. Believe that if you are struggling, if you are going through hell right now, if you feel like your family doesn't understand you, like your friends don't understand you, like maybe you don't even understand yourself sometimes and your body doesn't belong to the person that you are believe that it will be better and know know that despite how hard your life may be right now one day if you allow yourself to have that one day it will be fucking beautiful Sorry, I had to go down that tangent. <laughs> completely, completely. And I think just all of those are brilliant answers. And I think for me, it's surrounding yourself with people that you really can rely on, you can trust, that support you, that have your back and are there to listen as well and help you through those times um i think and i think we you know there are so many great services out there as well that we can't underestimate for people you know if people are unsure about their identity their sexuality there's so much out there now for people to research and 
and to um, to get support, but having the right people around you. Um, I, I think it, it, you know, when you find your tribe, it makes you realise you're not alone. Um, and sometimes, as we've said earlier, that tribe can be pretty tricky when you come out. But um, when you find the right people, I think it can make all the difference. And there's there's no one way that you have to come out. You know, there's no guidebook. You're not when when you decide that you're queer or whatever. You're not given a guidebook of how to come out, of how to do this, how to do that. You just have to see how you feel. And what that one one fits all method doesn't fit everybody. You know, it's just about what works for you and what you're able and capable of doing uh, with your surroundings. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I'd like to turn to an audience Q&A with this vast audience that we have here. (laughs) So does anyone have a question for one of our guests? You do. Fantastic. Is there a spare mic over there? So I don't need to... Oh, that was what I was avoiding, but that's fine. (laughs) That's cool. What was your question? Well, firstly, thank you so much um, for the way you have all talked about coming out with such candor, such dignity, um, in such an emotive way, but also with such humor. Um, I think we can all absolutely relate to what we've heard um, tonight. My question is related to going back in and what happens to us the older we get. Um, my, my great fear is that the support networks that we have here in Brighton amongst our friends, the support networks that are also more official, are very much geared towards younger generations, maybe people even are advanced age. Um, speaking as a Gen X here, that's why I'm... Um, but my fear very much is that I don't see this for uh, currently present for older generations, people who will need more than just the support of community, they will need physical support. What happens to us when we have to go back into, potentially go back into the closet? Wow, that is a question, my goodness. Who wants to take that? I mean, Can, um, can I just ask why you feel you would need to go back into the closet? Just thinking about um, my partner and I have both experienced parents getting very old, yeah. having to uh, deal with care, people looking after them. The default setting at the moment is heteronormativity in the care of elderly people. Yeah. We're not seeing homes geared up for you know, assisted accommodation, geared up for people who are queer. Yeah, I think that is slowly changing. Uh, There are care facilities, I don't know where, and it's probably London-based or somewhere like that, but I think it is becoming a thing because our generation is the generation that were able to come out, you know, when, when things changed. We perhaps lived part of our formative years in in a society that was more tolerant, whereas our parents perhaps never had that chance. So I think we are that generation that will benefit from those sorts of changes, but probably 
this generation will have it as part of their standard care package, if you like. But I think it will happen because the necessity, like you pointed out, is there uh, for such um, care. You might have to pay for it, though. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And care is very, very expensive. I think that's, that's, that really is the fundamental question. You've, you've said that you're not sure where that is, that care. Mm. It might be London. It's not. I think there's a home in Manchester that's private. Yeah. And we're talking about private care. Yeah. And in the current economic and political uh, climate, I think our community are going to be the last ones, even the ones who are fortunate enough to have got onto that ghastly property ladder at the right time by dint of they were born at the right moment. Mm -hmm. It is going to be private. Mm -hmm. So how do we... Perhaps what? the question should be not what can we expect, but what can we now do as a community, as a multi-generational community, to ensure that none of us will ever have to go back into the closet when we're at our most vulnerable well, physically and Perhaps mentally. we need to get together and set up elderly communes. I'd be up for that. So, you know... I'd be totally up for keep that. Keep in touch. <laughs> didn't we... Sorry, I'm looking at my husband now. Didn't we watch something recently where there was something like that on the television? I mean, I, one thing... I'm sure I've seen I'm something. something. One thing that something. concerns me is the trans community. Yeah. And the care that is provided for, you know, elder generation of, of trans people now but also in the future as well I mean, I, I, my goodness I would hope that things you know um, continue to improve for the, for the community but you know there's a lot of work to be done for you know to educate carers and for people that are providing that care to make sure that people are respected and you know gender is respected and pronouns and people especially if people have like dementia for example um, that's a that's a worry for me. I, I don't know how we tackle that topic. I think that's why we need to be asking these questions. I think we need to be contacting organisations and asking them what ca what care is in place, what things are in place for people. Because if it's not there, we have to make it so. I mean, specifically, you're talking about trans people, and I think about this all the time as well. When I die, I will likely be labelled as male on my death certificate. I don't want that to be so. I will move heaven and earth to make that not be so, but I can't guarantee it will be so. So all we do is we keep trying, we keep pressing, we keep asking questions, we keep demanding change. The only way we make change is if we demand change. And if they don't give it to us, hell, we set up our own organisations and make that possible. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yeah. <laughs> No, absolutely. It, it's, it is, it's all those things. It's such a minefield, isn't it? I think that's a really great question. Thank you for asking it. Thank you so much. I think, but I, yeah, I, I, it's stuff that has popped in my mind from time to time because, you know, in many ways we've made such progress, but things are going backwards. And, you know, this is why we, again, I say it every week, but we've got to keep the conversation going. Um, but not just about the topics we're talking about today. It's It's the things that you've mentioned. It's like, well, what happens later in life? And, how do we deal with that? I think to my sorry, I, I didn't want to interrupt. I think to myself regularly. I have I have a partner that I love dearly, and I think sometimes if they were to get dementia and they didn't recognise the person that I was in front of them as the person that they had fallen in love with, who would help assist in that care? Who would help with that understanding? And that changed because I grew up with my grandfather having Alzheimer's. I saw that as a very real thing that existed until he died. And we need to find a way to make that change possible. I don't have the solution. I wish I had the solution. Baby, I wish I had the solution. But we have to make that solution somehow. Keep talking about it, absolutely. Thank you. Any more questions? You're out. We have a microphone coming your way. Oh. Hello. Hello. <laughs> well, congratulations to everyone for the conversation. It was really interesting. Um, my question is for Chris J about, because I'm aware you're a sex worker. So how is like to be a trans non-binary sex worker? Because I am aware there is some trans people as well that are sex, sex workers, but instead of saying I'm non-binary, they say, no, I'm a male or I'm another thing and they don't label themselves as they are so how how's your experience in in that in that it comes and goes it's not it's not always the best experience um there's a lot of pushback from generically cisgender gay men who just want to get off and they want to call you what they call you but when you are doing what, whatever you do in sex work, I primarily sell digital content. 
I make it very clear. You respect me or you don't get any piece of me. Because I'm not a product, I'm a person. And yes, I may sell an aspect of myself, but, I, but you're coming to me to buy that aspect of myself. You can't go to anybody else to get that. So you either respect the person that it comes from, whose pronouns are they and she, or you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Frankly, I hate, to, I hate to just be as frank as that, but honestly, baby, it's not worth those idiots that slide into your DMs and go, hi, blah, I'm not going to even, I'm not going to misgender myself in the comments because I have to deal with that afterwards. But those people that do that, they're not, do you know what? They're not worth the full 99. They're not worth whatever you charge. If they're going to, because that sticks with you. That stuff sticks with you and it's just not worth it. So I do have a lot of negatives. But honestly, I have a lot of positives as well. There are incredibly amazing queer people out there who will support other queer sex workers. And not to yuck anybody's yum. But I beg of you, stop paying straight men for gay content yeah. because support a queer content creator because they need it more than anyone. Thank you. And also, and also support, support brown and black content creators. Hi. So Thank what's you. the link to your OnlyFans then? I don't do OnlyFans because OnlyFans is primarily, literally, when I set it up, it was just, it was just muscle alpha god kind of people and I can't, I can't do that. So I sell my content directly to people. They have to come to me via my Twitter, which is Chris Vay, or my Instagram, which is Chris Vay. And you pay one fee and you get access to 15 gigabytes of content. Hello. <laughs> plug, plug. Love that. <laughs> but I, do you know what I love? How open about that you are and how proud of it. I think it's fantastic. And, you know, we have to keep speaking about all of this stuff so openly. It's, it's so important um, because people watch porn. People, you know, have one-night stands. People hook up. You know, it's there is no shame in any of this it's it's there, there valid, isn't you know? and i just i always try to reiterate to people that it's art you are making art even if people don't see it as art you are pulling your own spin on it your own personality on it and even though some of it sometimes from people can be questionable they're doing their work they're doing something that i would hope they are enjoying doing and it's something that's always been there. It's just always been in the shadows. And I refuse to let it stay in the shadows. Shadows and shame, I think. Shadows and shame. And yeah. we deal with enough shadows and shame in this world. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Any other questions? I have a question. Oh, we've got two. Yeah, Nick. And we've got lovely um, Chappie from the Kemptown Bookshop. I'm sorry, I forgot your name, but that's really awful. Ezra. Ezra, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you want to go first? Thanks. So uh, this is, sort of comes from a line in, I think, Chris Jane, your second poem, where you said, and I, I, forgive me, I'm not going to remember the line exactly, but it was about that it's not that we're not meant to belong, but we're meant to not belong. And I, I wanted to cheer because that, is, that was so powerful and so inspiring. We're meant to not belong. That, you know, I, I felt that just, yeah, that's something I could really rally around but then we had the question about elder care 
And I thought, gosh, if we're meant to not belong, then we can't say, oh, we want equal elder care. You know, is there... So I guess my question is, is there... Is there an issue there? Is there, on the one hand, we're meant to not belong, on the other hand, equality? You know, why can't we have access to the, the same things as, quotes, you know, normal slash everybody else? Well, I would, I would say that everybody that exists in this world is meant to belong, but I think within certain um, cis-heteronormative and specifically white patriarchal um, systems, we aren't meant to belong. That doesn't mean we don't belong and we can't belong, but we have to find our own ways to belong. So as we were talking about the elder care, I think we just need to find the answers to these questions that honestly we shouldn't have to find the answers to. We shouldn't, it shouldn't be down to us to do that. But if nobody else is going to do it, we may just have to do it ourselves. Like anything, you know, people didn't look for an answer to... AIDS, we found that, you know, we have PrEP is an incredible, incredible tool now to keep people alive, to keep, to stop an epidemic like that from happening again. And we maybe need to do something to protect our elder selves and our elder generations because we don't want to lose that light. And thank you for quoting my poem. That was very, very kind of you. <laughs> Nick, do you have a question? Yeah, I have a question. Thank you, everyone, for today. It was really good. Um, but my question is for River. Uh, it's been bothering me since you said it. I've been dying to ask this question. Yes, I'm single. Brilliant. Uh, this leads to my follow-on question. You said that you record in your bedroom with a duvet, on your bed with a duvet. So now that you have guests, do you still record in your bed under the duvet. <laughs> um, what time am I coming around? <laughs> what shall I wear? Laundry, let, me, let me wash the duvet first. Um, luckily, not luckily, but um, happily, one of the things that has really helped with um, having guests on is um, the world ending, because now everything is done online. So um, there's a lot of platforms that help with that kind of thing. Um, it was very strange when I had my first few guests on, because I obviously, I, I share my flat, and I had to kind of tell my housemates to stay out of the living room for a while, and we kind of set the dining table up with the duvet over. In fact, originally, the way I did it was turn the dining table upside down, put the duvet over the top so it became a kind of tent kind of thing, and then we stuck our heads in from either side. <laughs> and, uh, like Big Brother 5, you know, when she makes the, the tent under the table. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> Shell, why do I remember that? Is <laughs> that because she was blowing the really hot guy underneath yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. There was none of that. I'm very professional. When, when I've pressed the big red button, everything is very... Um, above board um but yeah no that was so yeah i used to um improvise with stuff like that and now you know i don't need to be in the same room with other people Ugh. i can do i can do it from um anywhere which is nice i suppose it's helpful um Everything, but, everyone is so much more accessible now, aren't they you can you know interview i interviewed someone in america it was like just amazing to think that i mean they literally had just got up so they were like I'm exhausted <laughs> um but yeah, it's incredible. The technology that's available now to be able to make art, it's great. It is great when they know to like, when you don't have to like explain to them to be in a quiet room and, and all that kind of thing. Because there was one guy who was like, oh yeah, well, I can do it. Oh, we arranged to do it. And he, um, 
And when we when the call went through, he was uh, just walking down the street talking to me like this. And so he was like uh, crossing the road and going and buying things in the shop and all this. And I'm just like sitting through this whole thing thinking, none of this is useful. I'm going to have to have an accident and delete this entire episode. It's just not going to make it. And it was a shame because um, like... It's not that he had a lot to say, but he had a lot of followers, and I was really hoping he was going to share it on his Instagram. Um, but then at the end of it, I was like, it's just not worth it, because the story wasn't worth saving, and with all the fuckery in the audio, it was just like, oh, God. Yeah, you want your content to be good, don't you? Good. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Any more questions? Is that good for the day? <laughs> Well, thank you all so much for coming to watch the podcast being recorded. It's been really amazing to have you all here. So please give a big round of applause for my guests, David Ledian, River Scott, and Chris J. Angel. Thank you so much. I really hope you enjoyed the show. A big thank you once again to all my guests. Please share the podcast give it a five-star review if you'd like, and leave any comments you may have. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok for all the latest updates on Queer I Am, the podcast. Also, check out my website, www.fluiactually.com. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment look younger feel like you add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with juvederm voluma xc reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with juvederm volur xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.